for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host, and the human leader of the Android Underground, Matt Lee. Dun 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 dun! What's up, guys? It's Tuesday, September eighteenth, two thousand twelve. Episode number fifty-two of Attack of the Androids. My name is Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, a whole bunch of people. Starting right here, Joey Kelly. What's up, man? Hello, it is a wonderful pleasure to be back with y'all. Sorry about missing last week, but it was unavoidable. Hey, it happens. People get hacked, and you need to jump into action. We got Seth Herringer. What's up, Seth? Hey, Matt. Good to be back. Good to have you back. We got Shane Brady. What's up, Shane? Not too much. Also glad to be back this week. Glad to have you back also. Not as much as Seth, but slightly. Uh, And Eric F. Inkin Beaner on Skype. What's up, Eric? It's actually F. Inkin Biner. The I is strong. Oh, oh the strong B. The strong I. Right, right. My mistake. <laughs> should we uh should we start over? Here, let's start over. All uh <laughs> yep. Alright, so we got dun, dun. <laughs> a whole bunch of mobile news this week. What's uh what's the big exciting news? Did we all drop our Android phones for iPhone fives for new iPhones. Start well, us off. B- based on the newest review by MG Siegler, I'm going out and buying. I I actually just finished destroying my Galaxy S3 with a hammer, <laughs> so I could buy. So I could buy the chiseled smartphone that has nearly reached perfection. Uh, based on his uh, his app, I mean, based on his title for his article. I've heard people on date sites described much the same way. <laughs> just saying. It was grinding. Divorcing, divorcing my wife from my does, iPhone 5. No, is it right? This is a quotation. It just doesn't seem real. What? <laughs> the iPhone 5 is here. And we can't. Oh, what? This is sounding way too much like one of the Ibogaine episodes from Buffer Overflow Show. Uh, no, it's so real, man. Did Mr. Siegler go through a 24 hour detoxification hallucination prior to. Because then I would maybe see. Is this the, is he did? Is this a no. press release? Is this the Matt, same yeah, iPhone? Exactly. Here, let me just say one second, and then I'm gonna I'm not gonna say anything more. About is this, this the same iPhone that we all I mean, saw? Here's the deal: is like, in all honesty, in my opinion, MG Sigler, after this article, the last couple I've read, he's lost all respect. I mean, I I no oh. longer refer to him as like a tech journalist. Oh, he's more of like doesn't he do investing now? He's more like an investor slash Apple PR person. He's like an Arrington. Yeah, I mean, like, for even, like, for me, it's like, you know, when I, when I first saw the Galaxy S3, like, I like Android, but when I first saw that press release, like, I wrote an article about, like, all the things that they did wrong, right? Yep, we remember. And then I, I like, got the look, I've gotten the phone, and then the first couple of weeks, I said there's all things wrong with it, there's some problems, but, like, I've grown to really love it, it's a great phone, but by no means am I like, oh, this phone's perfect, there's all sorts of things wrong with it. He basically is like, this iPhone is perfect, and it's not. There's all sorts of things wrong with the Apple ecosystem and the wrongs with the iPhone itself, right? Like, I mean, you know, there's no widgets. There's all there's all sorts of things that are that like that are wrong with iOS that could be improved that Apple just hasn't done yet. And like the only thing I can notice in this whole article, which he doesn't like, is like, oh, they lost transit directions. 
right? For the new their new their new maps app, which is amazing. Uh, they they don't they no longer do like public transit, which Google app Google Maps does. Right. So he's a, that's like the only thing. But then he's like, oh, but they'll iterate really fast. So that's not a, don't worry about that. Yeah, that, that's what Apple's known for. Yeah, right. They'll iterate really fast, and you'll you'll be taken care of in just a little bit. So that I year mean, that year that you have to wait will just fly by, as yeah, as I, you just talk to Siri. Before we go completely awful on the iPhone, a couple of statistics. It is a 4.0 screen. Uh, it has a full uh, 1080p HD camcorder capability, Ooh. and it will do FaceTime chat at up to 720p, uh, which is the lower high-definition resolution. Yeah, it can't display 720p. No, but it can record it. Well, that's important. What's the point of doing FaceTime for 720? And if you're on AT and T, you can't do FaceTime for free. You have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, hold on, wow. I'm not done yet. They 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 take their proprietary iPhone connector that didn't conform to any standards. Uh huh. And change. And then it. they redesign it, and they come out with another connector that doesn't meet their that doesn't meet any standards. And then they sell you an adapter so you can use your old stuff for twenty nine ninety nine. Whoa! Yeah, adapter to Whoa. use your old. Twenty nine ninety nine each. Yeah, is and, this? And I'm just thinking, you know, this is why I've been seeing Best Buy and all these one day specials and all these clearance sites for all these iPhone iPod docks and and alarm clocks and charging cables and stuff like that because these things are going to sell out. They're not going to need them. They're Everything just gonna fade must them out. go. Joey, let me before we get into like the actual phone. I just want to say one last word about this piece, and and just tech reporting in general. It's like, you know, he talks about how like the best thing on the the, on the iPhone camera now is this Panorama app, what? Which is like, which is like, you could just buy any app in the App Store that does Panorama, the exact same thing. And he's like talking up how amazing this is. And it's Seth, like the best thing. Seth, is so this mean, what is this what happens when you sell out? Yeah, right. So it's just like, come on, it's like, what, whatever. And then he's even on this thing. It's like even on the adapter, he's like, they're human. Anyways. Or he's like the earbuds, the greatest. He's like the earbuds are amazing. Which earbuds we've had a suck. bunch of reviews come out today, and they're like <laughs> the sound is actually not very good on them. Yeah. They definitely fit better. They're they're like more reliable. They last longer, but the sound still is not that good on them. And so oh, it's just and like by the way, while we're ripping on it, uh, you still can't do simultaneous data and uh, talking on uh, the LTE version of the. Phone. Well, that's CDMA, and nobody on Verizon has been able to do that ever. <laughs> That's well. No, CDMA uh, no, doesn't I, give you voice. No, we can do talking. I can talk and surf the internet on this on my mm, phone. Are you on Verizon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can really? do that. It's because LTE uses a different right. um, uh, different radio. But if you're yeah. on 3G, you can't because of the CDMA. Right, right. right. But the but the iPhone but doesn't. The iPhone five, which and, has the LG uh, the LTE, still can't do it. Which right. I have that to me personally, like that's not a very big deal. How many times are you in that situation where you're like, God, I just wish I could continue this phone call and Google something? Actually, I do that a lot. It's rare for me. Really? Do you, it's, yeah, well, if I'm talking to my wife and she's asking me a question or something, I need to just quick get into my email or I need to get into my calendar or something like that. You know what I tell her? Google it yourself, wife. Next time, uh, that's Seth. what you're saying. Next, <laughs> that's why I'm married. <laughs> Keep in mind that advice was coming from the single guy. Um, Fair enough. Anyway, while we're also ripping on it, uh, the iPhone 5 is going to have separate GSM and CDMA models. 
each of which use different <laughs> LTE bands. There is no quote-unquote world phone, so you can't just buy any old iPhone 5 in this country, take it overseas, swap the SIM, and go on vacation. Uh, yeah, it but may no phone. May not work. But really, no phone can do that with this current LTE setup the way it is in the world. I mean, uh, that I know of. No, but at least you can get your 3G. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any. A lot of these phones aren't world phones for whatever reason. Yeah, it's I hard to no, criticize um, them for that. Yeah, but the 4S was. It wasn't uh, a world phone. Because of 3G. Because of 3G. Yeah, it, it was able to use anybody's normal? 3G network. Oh, maybe in the CDMA version, but I think the. I don't remember. Or was it all the I, same phone? I don't even know, guys. I, I, I think it's in there. It's to the verge. They got an article on it for details. But according to the summary that I read, the 4S <laughs> is a true world phone. Uh, but the 5 will have separate GSM and CDMA models, yeah. which, again, goes back to that whole thing of, well, now you've got to buy a phone per carrier. Even though you've spent how many hundreds of dollars on this thing, you can't switch carriers. You're locked in. Well, but that's any phone again. It's hard to criticize. I mean, that's just the way the carriers are set up right now. Well, um, one thing, I, I love this quote. This was, a, uh, this was just the title of a ZDNet article on the iPhone 5 by James Kendrick, and the title just for me says it all iPhone 5, proving once again that specs don't matter to most buyers. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, because here we are, we're looking at this device, 16 gigs of storage, 200 bucks. That's, that's the supplemental price, right? That's not the full price. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, subsidized price, 200 bucks, 4.0 inch screen. The camcorder, all right, I'll give you that. I don't know how many others have a full 1080p camcorder capability. I, It's not what? That's not incredibly common in the phone, but it's not unheard of. Um, Wait, what was that? It's a full 1080p camcorder ability. Uh, every phone on Android for the last two years, I think, is that. right. They've all got 1080p. I thought some of them were 720. Mine's, certainly mine's got 1080. The is Galaxy S does. At 30 frames per second? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Okay, yes, I'm just too. asking because that's me as being actually pretty good. Um... And I didn't. I remembered that at least one of the phones we talked about had 1080p, but it was at 24 frames per second, uh, not 30. So you'd get hitching if you were watching high motion. Um, anyway, but be that as it may, okay. So that's maybe not even a feature really uh, that's, that's differentiating. And we're talking about the brand new iPhone 5, and all we've done is basically catch up to where where Android was 18 months ago. It's iterative. It's very yeah. still. I, I, I want to say something about the article that Seth was alluding to about the selling out. It's worse than just selling out. It's these tech reporters live vicariously through Apple's success, and they judge their own worth on how well uh, Apple's uh, stock is capitalized. Well, it's like, don't you guys all have friends that are way into sports, and they, like, whenever the sports team does good, they're like, yeah, we did it! Like, they're a part of it. I feel like Apple and even Android have created these real rabid brand loyalists, and whenever something like this happens, it's like cutthroat to the, you know tooth and nail well, down. Yeah, uh, I mean, every time I go to the, the like, local racetrack and, and watch NASCAR, you know, I, I, I think constantly about how Chevy's doing so much better because I'm there pulling for it. <laughs> right, exactly. But people do that, you know? Well, I'll give sports people a pass because you grow up with that when you're young. I don't, none of us have grown up with Apple. Uh, religion or, and I, sports, Apple you iPhone. get a pass for being indoctrinated. Not your fault. 
<laughs> yeah, Joey, I just looked. It, it can do three frames per second at 1080p, the Galaxy S3. Okay, so, all right, in that case, I, I, I reverse my comment. It's not a feature. Never mind. And um, I don't see anywhere in an article by, by uh, MG admitting that he was wrong about all the Android phones that were thinner and bigger and didn't feel like lead weights like the iPhone 4S did. Um, you know, and saying it was wrong to have a glass back because it always breaks. Um, all the other reasons that uh, that he was uh, going on and on about it. I mean, he did mention one feature that was amazing to anybody who's had an Android phone for the last two years. Yeah, we're, I mean, take, we'll really have to just see what some of the other tech sites actually do with this phone, like, you know, the Verge and Gadget, some of these ones that seem to me to be more reliable on their, uh, or Ars Technica, well, they're usually pretty reliable. You know what I mean? They're sites that, that you can, I feel like I can trust. I feel like this MG Siegler stuff is just, like we said, Apple PR. He's gone I mean, the way. You don't even you don't even have to like read the article. You just know exactly you know everything right. he's gonna write. There's nothing he's ever yeah. write that's ever gonna surprise you. I mean, here's the thing. Like you, know, in all honesty, maybe this phone is amazing. I don't haven't had my hands on it yet, right? Maybe it's the best phone of all time. But it's just like this article is written in such a way, and and through time that and just the history of MG is like I, I can't trust it. You know, well, if like just... Joshua Topolsky or someone from Angacha that I trust, maybe Tim Stevens or some of the Ars technical writers, if they were to come out and say this, I'd be like, wow, that actually means something, you know? But even, Seth, just just by going off of what the, the key improvements that they themselves focused on at the announcement, like, it really doesn't seem to those of us who, and, like, I don't have, it doesn't matter to me one way or another if you guys do something or you don't. Like, it, it has no effect on me whatsoever. But by looking at it from that, that perspective, it, it doesn't seem like there's anything that if I was a new buyer in the market would make me like, there's no deal closer there. Well, it, it's the all difference is LTE. I know. Hold me be clear what I'm saying. And being LTE, LTE is, is not a big difference for nice. Android, but for the previous iPhone is a huge difference. I it mean, makes like, if you're, I don't know if, if, if iOS works the same way, but when, when LTE got flipped on here, it the phone itself seemed noticeably smoother and yeah, faster in what it was doing. It's, so it's amazing. LTE is really it is nice. a it um, is a big thing, but it I don't know. It, and the screen size. I mean, if I was an iPhone user, I think that would be a big deal to me. The extra screen real estate. Um, I mean, it's again none of these things are like. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying like if I were an iPhone user, right? If I mean, if I was like sold on the ecosystem. I would think this would this is a pretty nice upgrade. It's much better than the iPhone four to four S. For sure, but is it worth get you know like using? I mean, is it worth jumping to? It, it, to me, it doesn't As seem a, like from it. Android. No, I, I mean anyone who's got a Galaxy S three, I think you'll almost feel hampered in lots of ways by this phone, right? Hindered because uh, you don't have the flexibility that you know something like Galaxy S three or the One X offer you, just because the iOS itself is hindering. You know what I mean is is limiting. Sure. Um, well, guys, here's a thought, because I, w- I was reading some of these articles. Take us where... home, Eric. Take us home. <laughs> Taking you home. Take us home. So it's, it, seemed to, it seemed to suggest that even though Apple does not release the specs on their processors, that um, after some tests, I think somebody said that this processor, this A6, is somewhere around like 1.4 gigahertz dual core, which nice. we know like a lot of Android phones are, have you know much higher specs when it comes to the processor. Um, but they were saying that even even though it's 
less processing power, that the operating system itself seemed much smoother than something like Ice Cream Sandwich running on the S3. Can you, Eric, at this point, though, can you really compare specs? It's all about how it ends up feeling in your hand at the end of the day and how how the software interacts with the hardware to bring you the overall experience. I I don't feel like you can get an accurate... Yeah, that's the point. You can't get an accurate judgment just going spec to spec. I mean, things like the camera... always argued that. There's things like the the camera and stuff, like certain things that you can tell, okay, this is clearly better, but as far as processor and anything that's operating system interactive, I don't think you can. Sorry, Joe. Well, this is the point is that they have they they have these even though they have faster processors than some of these Android phones, what they're comparing is the iPhone 5 with iOS 6 to something running Ice Cream Sandwich versus running Jelly Bean which has butter in it which you know, going from Ice Cream Sandwich to butter to Jelly Bean and butter that we saw, at least I did, a huge performance increase in regards to like how smooth the operating system was. Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. Things like that. So if we think... were comparing the iPhone 5 to a Samsung Galaxy S3 running Jelly Bean, would these impressions have been different? Could Google have changed the story if they were able to if they had been able to get Jelly Bean out on more Who... phones sooner? Who's saying who's saying the Galaxy S3 is slow though? I mean, I've got a stock it's, it's not, Galaxy S3 running through Samsung. I don't, I don't think. What's that? I don't think it's slow. Yeah, I don't notice any stutters. Any, I mean, the only time I notice a little bit of lag is switching in and out of the camera, right? You mean like that takes a few seconds for it to start well, up and shut down? It's actually mechanically doing something to yeah, close probably. The I don't know whatever. But it's, it's like doing. I don't have any lag on the Galaxy S3. So I mean, although maybe the maybe the, Jelly Bean next, is going to make it fast. amazing, and I won't even know what I was missing. But uh, but but Eric, I do think you're right in that. I mean, Android is sort of known as being the non. It seems like it's not as slick as maybe Windows phones. Windows Phone is right or iOS. It doesn't. It like has more. It wastes more processing power because what didn't even someone release an Android version six months ago that was like running twice as fast? Yeah, that was that um, story? what was it called? It was uh, ah, it was that kernel. Well, they said they cleaned it up or something. Lenaro. Like that, right? They cleaned it up. It, it was some other Le- Linux stuff to it. It was Lenaro kernel, wasn't it? The Lenaro that's, kernel. Yeah, that's it. I think. Yeah. And so I think I think Android probably has a fair amount of room for improvement. Well, and remember sort of Seth, you remember when Intel came out with a statement saying that they're they're not even taking proper advantage of dual or quad core processors. Yeah, so I mean, they are. I mean, I mean they well, are. Well, but they're trying to sell phones. <laughs> no, no, well, yeah. But I'm just saying there is a lot of room for fine tuning and improvement, which I is why Android I like has... custom ROMs like CM because it lets you do a lot of that stuff. But even right now like my GS3 runs slick. I don't have any problems with it. Right. All right. Uh, moving on, you had mentioned that uh, the Jelly Bean user base is going up. Uh, this article from Android Community states that 4.1, the user base, grew 1,500% in two months. Now, I just off the top of my head, just from reading the headline, the first thing I think of is Nexus 7, right? That came out with Jelly Bean on it. There's there's your growth uh, right there. But. Plus, I think it's I think going from ice cream sandwich to jelly bean from a custom ROM point of view is a much easier jump sure. than like I don't know two point six to four point right. I think I think make I think that also added to it. But the Nexus Seven was definitely the bigger the bigger push in that fifteen hundred percent. 
They say since its announcement two months ago, Jelly Bean has seen a spike in its users by a whopping 1,500%. Advertising network and research film Chiquita... Chiquita? Chiquita compiled millions and millions... I don't know, you tell me. Millions and millions of mobile ad impressions from within its network and calculated that Jelly Bean's market share was at 0.87% at the end of July. In one month's time, it shot up to 1.47. Holla, Jelly Bean! While 1.47 is not anything to write home about, it's clear that Jelly Bean's popularity is slowly taking off. Then again, it's anyone's guess as to what devices will receive Jelly Bean updates. Verizon. Verizon. Galaxy Nexus update. Verizon. Sorry. I was excited until the number was like one point something percent. (laughs) Right. 1,500%, which if you break it down is a growth from 0.8 to (laughs) 1. So congratulations. Uh, A majority of users are still on Android 2.3, gingerbread. 57% of Android users, in fact. Why is more than half of Android users still on gingerbread? Anyone? Verizon! Because they buy the they they buy the cheap phone or they they get the free phone and just never gets updates. And the free phone will never get updates ever. That's right. If your phone was made by Casio, (laughs) don't expect ice cream sandwich. But it looks so rugged. (laughs) I make I I specifically making fun of my brother in law because he got that phone and that's awesome. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care about gingerbread. It's rugged. It's, it's so the rugged. I forget what it's called. I think it's like, like the calculator? it's a what Joey? I think it's waterproof. Does it look like a calculator? <laughs> I had one of those. The data bank. I used to love that. Oh man. All right. Uh, let's see. Moving on. If you had chitlins, I wish Aunt was here for this. Does anybody else here have kids? Shane, Joey, <sighs> no. animals don't count. Nope. Nope. So okay. Well, anyway, uh, this is off of Mashable. They say that. Uh, with the school year underway and the holiday season looming, a lot of kids are asking for and getting, because they're spoiled brats, uh, a new mobile device. Uh, and they say that f- for... Do you- Man, when I was a kid, I wish we had mobile devices. We, didn't, we hardly had stationary devices. I'm old. Uh, they say that Android is safer than iOS. Safer? Hmm? You tell me. Uh, whatever sort of device you choose, it's important to turn on the appropriate parental controls. But, you know, mm, but, wait, but, there's more. Before you decide on a gadget, you should be aware that some will be easier to control than others. And when it comes to parental controls, kids are much better off with an Android device rather than an iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch. Okay, let me just say one thing to all of the parents out there that are going to attempt to control their kids on their devices. <laughs> Anything you can do to the device to lock it, your kid can figure out how to break. Can undo. Your best defense is sitting and watching your kid as they use the device. Failing that, your best defense is to have them fully understand and uh, what your expectations of what they will and will not do with the device and what the consequences of disobeying that are. Dirty little secret. If you are on the internet, you are never more than about 12 keystrokes and three clicks away from pornography. 
You've Best events. That you're, you're taking to xdadevelopers.com. Joey, you you're taking the long way then, because <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, or go ahead. more than <laughs> right up to. <laughs> but wait, We're there's more. That's the solution. Get rid of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that, <laughs> or there's that. There's always options. That that may be a little bit more of a drastic solution, Shane, than most parents are looking for. I don't know. Kids are expensive. You Tough don't eyes. know. You don't know, Joey. This could be problem Here go, child. Son. Here's a phone. If you if you screw this up, <laughs> get, get out of here, kid. You bother me. <laughs> See on the streets. Uh, it's possible to cobble together some basic parental controls for iOS devices using the settings and a good third-party browser. Uh, within the past year, Apple has made it possible to block access to in-app purchases, and you can set up iTunes to ask for a password every time someone attempts to download the app. And more times than not, a parent's password is their child's name. Just saying. <laughs> I know I just blew up spots for like half of our listeners. Sorry. <laughs> Change your password. Somewhere out there, there people are going, ah, ah, Damn ah. you, Matt! Damn you! 30 more, Matt. How- Profiles in Android is going to affect this whole like parental control stuff. You know, I just noticed that the other day. The last nightly I flashed of uh, CM10. If you go into settings now, and this may have been there before, I I honestly don't know. Uh, but if you go in there, there's a little spot called profiles. Yay, on or off, and you can go in there. And uh, if you're watching the video here, it just gives you. That's really hard to see. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Amazon okay. didn't say if they're if the $159 Kindle has the updated OS that has the the uh, parental control stuff they had the in new there. Fire. Well, they they're re, they're using the old they're putting out the old Fire for like 150, but it's got some enhancements. They didn't mention if their parental controls were on that or not. But for $159, hmm. that's a better device than any Apple. This though, I mean, this this is pretty slick. This is like I said, this is the first time I've looked at it. But uh, if you you go into profiles and then uh, under default, you just hit settings, and I mean connection overrides for mobile data, GPS, uh, Wi-Fi. There's a ton of stuff in here. Volume overrides, vibrator overrides. I'm not even making that up. <laughs> Sorry, Let's be mature, guys. Vibrator overrides, uh, system settings. There, there's a lot of control in there that was uh, not there previous. So, I, I don't know. Useful? Just another gimmick? I'd say Look, more, more useful than face to unlock. I've seen an awful lot of these things come and go. Security protocols on PCs. People want to keep things from being going out and seeing stuff or doing things that they shouldn't. And I agree that that's a good thing to do. The problem is that anything you do on a device or anything you can do in software can be altered. It can be changed. Um, so don't rely on this as the catch Absolutely not. But don't. Is this, I don't really think that, like, younger kids, though. I mean, obviously a teenager is going to blow through anything you put on there, but a six-year-old? Right. Yeah, I, I'm implying that there's intent to break. Um you know, in the security world, we have to think about what's your worst case scenario. The person has to have perfect knowledge, perfect access. But Joey, and perfect Joey, intent. think of it and, too. You're the parent. 
they know like to a hacker you can't instill that fear of like oh my mom's gonna be mad like i think parents also have that other layer of don't you dare you know that put the fear of god in your kids exactly you can't put the fear of god in hackers because they'll just hack you (laughs) no you're quite right but uh, i will say this just this is just a total shout out um we're not getting any sponsorship or any money out of this and just a hint uh, OpenDNS.com. Love OpenDNS. Open, yeah, OpenDNS.com. Uh, if it's followed properly, you can filter, and at bare minimum, you don't even have to filter. You can just log uh, your internet traffic, and if you do it correctly, you can uh, set it up so the things are automatically blocked. Keep your kids out of stuff. Um, a cetera, funny. A funny little aside, I set that up at work on the office router so that all the computers had to... Does your cat want a microphone? No? Are we good? That's not mine. I know, sorry. So all the computers went through that and had OpenDNS as their... The girls that worked there were always on Facebook and stuff, and one day they just... I forget what they even did. It was something stupid, just made me mad. So I went in there, blacklisted Facebook. I got a call three hours later from the boss being like, I know that's funny, but seriously, you need to undo that. <laughs> like, they were literally upset about, like, <gasps> no Facebook! <laughs> what are we going to do all day? Work? Oh. Anyway, that's my side. Uh, we see here HTC uh, has taken to Twitter and Facebook to start teasing people with a new product. Uh, anybody excited about this? Is this the phone of the moment? I think it's supposed to be a Windows Phone 8 uh, announcement. Is it? I don't That's think I don't think people know, right? Nobody really knows yet. Well, Mary, Mary Jo Foley reported it was uh, like the HTC Accord. Somebody else is saying the Incredible X, mm, perhaps. Maybe it's too well, somebody, the Windows uh, Phone 8 thing was also, they were saying, if you look at the um, the time, like the way that the clock looks, that that font and everything uh, seems to indicate Windows. Oh. Just saying. If this is, if this is just a Windows 8 Phone 8 announcement, that's going to be disappointing. Right. Uh, they say HTC has been tied to whispers of a 5-inch device with a 1080p HD display, uh, possibly arriving as a Verizon exclusive, named perhaps the uh, Droid Incredible X, uh, 1.5 gigs of RAM, 16 gig internal storage, quad-core Snapdragon, possibly. Uh, the Incredible X is said to run 4.1 with a slightly tweaked Sense 4.5. You know, I'm User excited interface. to see a 1080p screen, but right? let, me, let me say something about that. I, I'm excited for a couple of things. One, um, I want to see if it actually makes sense on a phone. So someone has to do it in order to see if it makes sense, right? right. And I'm also curious about like, sort of battery life and processor power it actually takes to run a 1080p screen. So you know, maybe it's the sort of thing where like, oh, it's amazing. We don't really even know how good it looks until it's on the phone. Or, or maybe sort of something like there's no difference it's not worth the battery and processing power, so let's just stick with 720p. And at least then we can know what the answer is to that question. And right now, we had never answered that question. And so I'm For excited sure. to see if phone come out with it and see For what happens. For sure. Uh, they also, in other rumor HTC news, they possibly might be prepping uh, a new 7-inch and 10-inch Android tablet. Uh, the, the smaller device they're saying here, this is off of CNET, uh, is 
considered to be the successor to the Flyer. I know. Have you guys ever heard of the Flyer? Mm-hmm. That was a horrible, horrible never little heard, tablet. Heard of it? No, it had it had like this. It had a stylus. Oh, this nice! Was back when HTC was, you know, when we still all loved HTC, they were coming yeah. off of the yeah. the original Evo and stuff, uh-huh. and the original Incredible, mm-hmm. and they came out with this tablet. It was supposed to be great, and then it just sucked. It's a shame. It sucked very bad, and its name was Flyer. <laughs> that tells you anything. Radio Flyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also said that this will come with the Scribe digital pen, perhaps. Uh, 7 inch 1280 by 768 Qualcomm Snapdragon 3 megapixel camera in the rear, one in the front. But like I said, who knows? Who knows? So. I don't trust HTC anymore. Yeah. Screw them. Hey, I really can't do, do you, it. Well, now that we're on air and recording. The One X is a good phone. Yeah, Mike Rothman from yetanothertechshow.com is still enjoying his One X, except the one thing you got to think about, HTC Android phones are horrendous when it comes to wireless tethering, if you don't want to pay for it, I'm saying. You, you can either put a custom ROM on it and do it that way, but if, you're, if you don't want to root, it's, he's having a hard time. <laughs> I've had so. problems with my Galaxy S3 doing that too. Did you? You did it wrong then. Uh, Eric, Eric, give us a Nexus Q update, brother. You have it, and it's awesome, and you love life again. Yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, Let's see here. I'm going to pull – let me pull up my email and get my Google Voice on because basically they said, you know, wait a couple of days, blah, blah, blah. I mean you guys – you remember from the last show. They said 48 hours, 48 to 72 hours. Give it some time. So, uh, yesterday, I emailed them saying, hey, it's been nearly a week. Anything further on this? Question. And I got a response back. Hey, Eric, thanks for your reply. Unfortunately, we don't have any additional information to provide on this issue at this time. Currently, we have our team investigating this issue. We appreciate your patience and understand in this matter, our internal teams will continue to review the information provided and will inform you if there are any new developments on this issue. Basically, they just told me to screw off, and I am so pissed. I swear to God, to me like Larry Page is on this personally. What's that? It sounds like Larry Page is on this personally to me. Exactly. I I just can't. I you guys are gonna get me all fired up and pissed off again. I just don't understand it. I don't. Has anybody gotten their cue yet? Yes, everybody in the effing world except for me. Literally, I think I think I'm the very last pre-order. There's probably somebody in like Namibia who has a cue and I don't have a cue. That's what's so upsetting. Ugh. So are you saying you deserve more than somebody who lives in Namibia? What's that? <laughs> are you saying you deserve it more than someone who's from Namibia? Yes. <laughs> I pre-ordered. Okay. I pre-ordered. I just want my cue, and that's the that, that's that's it. That's all I got. I'm now, but I, I, I'm see, I I think this week I will be doing the Better Business Bureau thing, and then Larry Page is. He'll get scared, and I'm sure he'll send me my cue. Oh, yeah, right. Now, just out of curiosity, if you have more than one cue, can you call it the cue continuum? <laughs> Joey, I'm going to send somebody to your house to stab you. 
<laughs> oh my god, I love you guys so much. You don't even know. If Eric, Jerry gets stabbed, I totally didn't mean Eric, it. Eric, that is a shame, you know. You're probably... Thanks for bringing it up, Matt. You're probably a bunch of Googlers inside joke at this point. Hey, hey Eric. Yeah, I think that guy... Uh, there's, there's a uh, Nexus Q on eBay for $300 yes. for buy it now. Yes! I think, do it! Do it! I think I'll buy it and then see if I get it before you get yours. <laughs> no! Uh, oh! So unfair. Well played, I, I, sir. No shame, well, shame right there. Well played, yeah. and that right there is why he's a member of AOTA now. <laughs> well played, sir. All right, uh, are you guys, any of you guys, interested in the the new Intel Clover Trail uh, stuff? Any anybody care about that? Well, I'll tell well, you what I am interested in. Hold on a second. Is this new? I can't remember if it was Clover Trail or if it was that other Adam uh, Medfield based one that they were late, they re- released. The Medfield. They specifically said it would not run Linux, and by inference, we can mean it would not run uh, Android either. If you wanted to run Android on that chip for whatever reason. And okay, first of all, the article I read on the subject was horseradish. Um, it was a read like a press release from Intel that was stuck up on the web with as many uh, keywords to get as many advertising hits as possible. What they were saying was basically there's going to be a specific set of power management requirements. Otherwise, the chip will just run at 100% all the time, and they weren't going to work with Linux to actually uh, the, with the Linux kernel developers to build any of that in. Well, guess what? We Linux folks, or at least the programmers, have have a tendency to uh, reverse engineer and figure things out. We built it our damn selves. We built it our damn selves. Holla if you hear me. So if you see that article, oh my god, new Intel chip will not run Linux. Yeah, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Just, like, read that with a grain of salt. Actually read the article and then read the comments below it that say basically, this man, this these icons is crap, man. And here you went. Okay. We in the Linux revolution of the rule. That's you know, and fantastic. the thing is, is yep. they're not wrong. Okay. They are correct. <laughs> I didn't even hear a word you said because I'm on I... eBay right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a Nexus 7 while you're at it. Dear Lord. Uh, the Christian Science Monitor has an interesting piece on 10 ways. The Android is better than iPhone 5. Now, kids playing at home, can you tell me what that headline is called? We have a specific name for that headline. Anyone? Anyone? Truth and advertising? Starts with link, ends with... Link bait. There you go. I win. Link bait. Android iPhone 5, 10 ways, all the lists, of course, and which one's better. Link bait. But hey, it's okay. Hey, hey man, no, are we done talking about the Anna iPhone? I mean, the, uh, the Intel phone, Whoa. the Motorola Razor I. What? Were we talking about, we were talking about Intel there a second, weren't we? We were until nobody had anything to say about it. Do you have well, something to say about it? Are we talking about the Razor I, or was it a different chip we were talking about? Uh, I closed the window. That one. Well, because the Razer Eye is the new phone that Motorola just talked about today. They they right. released. That's not what we're talking about. Oh, okay, because I want to talk about that at some point. Okay, oh, is, is that your phone of the moment? It is, yeah. All right. Okay, well, um, they're saying here, basically, I'll just run down these. The number one, the iPhone 5 has a small screen still. 
and they make you go to each new page for each new one, so that's going to be it. Now, Seth, give us the phone of the moment. Well, so, I mean, this this phone just got released today. We all knew that this Intel phone was coming. Um, Motorola slash Intel partnership. They've been talking about this for, I don't know, a year where they were, Motorola has been saying they're going to release this Intel phone. I think Intel was providing some cash to do it or something like that. So this is basically the Razer M, sort of their mid-range phone with an Intel chip in it, so they're calling it the Razer lowercase oh, i. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that last week a little bit, just briefly. This you t- this phone just got released today, though. You guys talked about this? No, we talked about one of those mid-range the M. You talked Razors. about the M, I bet. Is that yeah, different yeah, yeah. from this M? This is the I. Oh, this is the I, the which I, is basically the M with an Intel chip. It's the I-M. I got it. Well, it's just the I, but yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, it's like a mid-range chip. It's got QHD, which is stupid. Uh, two gigahertz Atom CPU, AMOLED. Like I said, the QHD. So, uh, I, I mean, the interesting is they've done some benchmarking because the only here's the only thing interesting about this phone is that it has an Intel chip in it, right? And the only thing interesting about that is that it actually doesn't look like it sucks very bad. It looks like it's okay. Um, sounds like based on the benchmarks, it's competitive with the original uh, M chip, which I think was a 1.2, 1.5 dual core maybe was in the original M. I'm not sure what was in that. Someone maybe one of you guys can look that up for me real fast. But anyways, it's competitive based on some of the benchmarks. Um, but the only problem is we don't know what battery life is like yet, which is what everyone's worried about is this battery life. So, Seth, yeah? I have a question. What? Last week, you you swooped in like a like a giant bird and crapped all over my Razer M phone at the moment. <laughs> That's what I was. And talking now you're about. bringing the Razer I. Huh? This no, is what this is. This is why. what you do. If the well, so, so is it, it's it's just phone of the moment because it's running an Intel chip. Yes, yes and that could be extremely <laughs> disruptive to the market if Intel is able to pull this off. I mean, if they can Intel, show the specs. In, if, I mean, if they can show the benchmarks are good. Well, yeah, I mean, this phone, like, that's what I'm saying, is this phone in of itself is only the phone of the moment for the sake that Intel has finally made an actual phone that looks decent, right? I don't think this phone's going to sell hardly any units. No one's really going to be buying Intel. But what it proves is that Intel is at least making progress and that that could be disruptive in the market sometimes, you know, in the next year or two maybe. I mean, I remember last year we were saying, well, Intel was talking about releases, releasing phones. They had released maybe a phone or two that was sort of not very good. But this phone at least looks like it proves that it's quick. Who knows what the battery life is like, but maybe it's decent. And uh, and maybe Intel is going to be a player in this new market. You know what I mean? Like they're dominant in the desktop market. I mean, absolutely. They're just destroying it now. So maybe they can – maybe they'll be dominant in the – in the cell phone market in the future. Who knows? But Aunt it's Pruitt. nice to have another player. Hey, I'm happy that there's another player. Hold, hold on. Aunt Pruitt just jumping into the Hangout. What's up, man? Aunt Pruitt just jumping into the Hangout. What's up, man? Sorry, I'm trying to unmute. Can you hear me now? There you go. There you go. How you doing? I'm unbelievable as always. I'm sorry I didn't see the Hangout till now. Hey, no worries. We were just talking about the uh, new Intel uh, Android devices. Oh, the one that's um, a massive 4.3 inch screen, or is that a small 4.3 inch screen? That one depends how you hold it, but yeah, oh, I, <laughs> don't, I don't know honestly. 
<laughs> well, I think it'll be interesting to see if Intel can back up all the, you know, all the all the claims they were making about how how they cleaned everything up. And, if they can make their know, blah, blah, blah. their quad core actually use all quad yeah. cores. Well, I mean, if, I if your benchmarks are not going to show a, a if if they don't show right. a significant improvement, then that just tells me that Intel's full of crap. Seth might be right though. He says what that it's just a single core. I I don't know, but I think it's it's just single core. You could be. Oh right. well, then then they wouldn't. And do they said core. they pitched it against a dual core <laughs> Snapdragon S four. Oh, that would be interesting. That that gadget. would be a benchmark I'd like to see. It's not Engadget, so they say because uh, that that must be what the. Motorola Droid M has. It's, I've got it in the show notes under benchmark. Uh, Quadrant is forty nine hundred. The Motorola I is forty one hundred. Sun Spider is nineteen hundred. All the Motorola I gets killed on this at one thousand. But the uh, like the GL Egypt is fifty six versus forty one. So it's 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 behind, but not getting destroyed by this dual core Snapdragon S four, which is the same thing that I guess three is running. Two gigahertz Medfield processor. Hmm. And we don't know we and we think that that you think that's a single core. Uh, I don't. I'm not 100 sure, but I think it's single core. I think they would say if it was not single core. Hmm. All right. Well, but the, anyways, I'm just saying that uh, it seems like based on the hands-on I've seen, they've proved that this phone is at least workable. What I don't know. No, they, no one has battery life yet, so we don't know about that. But even if this is still like not that good of a, even this, even if this still isn't as good as obviously the Snapdragon one. Snapdragon S4. Um, I mean, if I were any of these other chip companies, I would start worrying that <clears throat> Intel is throwing all of the money they're making in the desktop business into their smartphone business, and they're going to start becoming a major player. And maybe they will be. Obviously, Int- Android can run on it, right? So, well, if the, if Intel can leverage a lot of cost savings for the chip. An offer, even if they're offering something that's ten percent less powered than their direct competitor, um, if it's twenty five percent cheaper, I mean that could be one of those other factors that right. brings the prices of phones down. That you know makes you know helps make phones be more competitive. So if they can do it, I mean, good for them. That's the that's the beauty of competition in the smartphone market. I know it doesn't run Chrome. Oh well, then screw that. The Razer Eye doesn't run Chrome. And is the battery today a little earlier? And they mentioned that because it doesn't handle the hardware acceleration that Chrome, that Chrome requires yet. Anyway, didn't I? A ant? Didn't I read uh, something on Google Plus that you had rooted and ROMed your Kindle Fire HD, or was that somebody else? No, that was uh, Brian Brian Burgess at Groovy Post. He has the HD. Uh, what did you? Yeah. Didn't you just recently root and ROM something? No, I just, that was just the uh, Kindle Fire, the regular one, the first gen. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah I threw that had... link actually in the show notes, Matt. Thank you to Ant. Uh, and speaking of which, have we talked about the new Google HD? I mean, sorry, the Amazon uh, Kindle Fire tablets? Uh, briefly, not really. What you got some uh, some thoughts on them? Well, I think that the consensus is that they are cheaper. <laughs> yeah, okay, it is cheaper. Bing. Um, um, I mean it, it. It's it's cheaper than the iPad. Slightly smaller than the iPad. Uh, the screen resolution looks compelling. 
what no one has answered is if it actually can be rooted. No one's tried it yet. Um, there was a, just a theory posted. Um, but, um, I mean, it seems like a cool device, and it seems like that for the price they're offering it at, it would be hard to beat. Um, even if it was an even if there was an iPad coming out that was at a lower price point, it would be difficult for them to beat the value of the Amazon Kindle uh, HD. And I'm speaking specifically about the 8.9 inch one uh, that without the 4G, because I think the 4G capability is just too much too expensive. Uh, it's not worth it, uh, my opinion. Sure. Any other thoughts on the subject? I I just don't think that I don't think that that Kindle Fire user interface is very good. Um, I I would not. I would I would be much more inclined. Like if I were buying this for like one of my parents or somebody like that, I would probably buy them a Nexus Seven before I bought them an, uh, a Kindle Fire. Well, Eric, just because what I if... think that the interface and everything is so much better, and that the Play Store has gotten a lot better with the content they provide. But Eric, what if they already were prime subscribers? What if they lived in the Amazon ecosystem? Would that change your decision at all? I honestly, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm a prime subscriber and I I that wouldn't be a that wouldn't that would not be a thing that would cause me to go to the fire over all of the other negatives with the user interface and and everything sure. like that. Okay. Um I was really excited when the first fire came out. I remember we did the – it was one of our first episodes was the yeah. Kindle Fire special where we yeah. talked about this. And I was so convinced that Amazon could just swoop in and like take over this market because of their ecosystem. And I don't think that they've I – th- I think that it's proven that you you can't win with just hardware. You can't win with just the ecosystem. You need a really, really delicate balance of both. And I don't think well, Amazon's found that balance yet. I got to say, though, Eric, I have run into several people, uh, mostly ex-coworkers now from my free, my previous job, that uh, had Kindle Fires. I haven't run into a single person that has a Nexus 7. Um, they, they're just not out there. But you have to understand that sometimes the best product is not the one that wins. It's the one that's best marketed. Um, well, can, fact, actually, they had the original Kindle history, Fires more or active. they had Kindle Fire HDs? Sorry, they had original Kindle Fires. You're saying the yeah, original Kindle was... Fires, uh, the item that's know, been it... out for a year. Well, this was when they first came out. Your story you know, has people... holes in it. Oh, okay. Well, no. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, is that they, uh, is that the power of Amazon is that people have heard of Amazon, and if Amazon's pushing a tablet, they are much more likely to buy it because they know who they're buying it from, and they know what they're going to get, and they're comfortable with Amazon. Um, I mean, case in point with your own experience included, Eric, um, you know, Google's customer service is not exactly top notch. Um, well, what would you, you think know. would happen in that situation if he was dealing with Amazon? He'd obviously have an easier time uh, talking to a person rather than a I have two Nexus Qs right now. You'd have... <laughs> right. <laughs> right. For sure. Well, as a Prime subscriber, you would have gotten it within two days. Uh Free right. shipping. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do some app picks and wrap this thing up, Eric. I know you got to go soon, so uh, give us your app pick. Okay, uh, mine is it's a little bit it's a little different, a little off the wall. Um, it's called Calibre Companion. 
So if any, if you're familiar with Calibre, it's it's a uh, free open source program that runs on your desktop, and it's a way for you to manage your ebooks, PDF files, all that stuff. Uh, what Calibre Companion does is it's an app that goes on your Android device, and if you if you activate the wireless service on the desktop, it lets you remotely view, download, sync. Uh, you know your books that are located in your home network to your um, to your device. Uh, so I have a lot of like I have a lot of manuals. Um, I download a lot of Project Gutenberg stuff, um, and this has made it a lot easier to sync books across my devices because I don't have to like physically plug them in um, and move them over and do all that other stuff. It just works. Um, it's a uh, it's two ninety nine. Uh, which is a little i'm as far as apps go it's a little steep but i mean this is a this is a group you know a small group of folks that are iterating this app a lot and they keep making it better uh so that's why i got it and i'm pretty happy very cool that name sounds go. really familiar i feel like i had one of their apps or something on my old uh xv6900 my old windows mobile phone or maybe it was you, on my computer. I don't. I don't. Remember. I, I think it's the computer. I don't. I don't know. But they may have had. Uh, they may have had uh, old mobile apps back in the day too. Yeah, good stuff though, for sure. All right, uh, Seth, you got an app pick for us? Mine is called Hotel Tonight. So it's like good for if you're traveling and you need a hotel that night. There's actually a website you know that goes with it. Um, but it's it's a uh, you know it's, it's a good looking app. You just open it up, and then it shows you, like, you know, hotels nearby you that you can buy for a discounted price. Um, you know, I, I wish there were more, like, even Los Angeles here, I wish there were more hotels on there, and the deals aren't that great. I was hoping, you know, half off, but there's usually, like, 20 to $30, $40 off. Is it like Groupon, where it's just a bunch of stuff you'll never, ever use? Or is no, it... it's for like if you're traveling and you want to find a hotel that night. And you but I mean the coup- the coupons. Like, are they all hotel based or are they like just random? They're just hotels. So okay. So you can like book it. Like you could book it. Um, you know, you just click on one and then book it immediately through the phone here through the app. So I mean, I'm guessing like Hotwire would be better than this, but uh, it'd be worth checking out both of them if you were trying to get the best deal for the night. Very good. And that is called Hotel Tonight. All right, Joey, you got an app pick for us? Yes, indeedy. Uh, this one is one that my girlfriend uses. I'll put the preface on it with that. It's called Pocket Frogs. Uh, <laughs> I've heard of this. You've yes. heard of this. Okay, jo- and thank Jolie you. Odell. What have you yeah, heard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jolie O'Dell was hooked on That's that. Funny. She kept talking about that. <laughs> yeah. okay, One of the so few things frogs... she uses her cell phone for. <laughs> yeah, basically, po- uh, Pocket Frogs is, well, it's it's really not like anything else I've ever played, to be honest. Uh, basically, you have to breed frogs nice. uh, to get specific colors and patterns in their skin color. Um, and by getting those patterns and colors in their skin color, you're basically, you're teaching genetics essentially is what what you're doing, um, with this. And, uh, you, you can then sell the frogs that you've made in the certain patterns to other players and get credits for them. Um, and you can, 
uh, trade back and forth and, and level up by getting more and more of these different variations and hitting specific goals of having different colors and different types of frogs. Um, the the best thing I can tell you is that it's a um, I've had uh, a, a, an entire house full of uh, sisters and friends of sisters of uh, my girlfriend. They were all trying to play it at once on one iPad. That didn't work out so well. Um, but uh, it, it's it's supposedly ridiculously addicting, and uh, you you have this kind of buy-in where you have to check on your own frog farm, like Farmville or something. Uh, so highly recommended if you've got some uh, some time on your hands and you like reptiles. Um, supposedly very fun. It is a freebie. You do have to register with the company to use it. I do think that's kind of lame, um, but uh-huh. that's my only negative. Uh, and it will post to your Facebook wall as you make your progress, so you can spam your friends. Of course. Uh, so. That's you the know, best again, part. The feed best. my frog. Come feed my frog, guys. Seriously, it's going to die. I would do it if it was Hypnotoad. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know. Feed my Hypnotoad. Feed my Hypnotoad. You will obey. Okay. That was like a uh, bad cover of an Alice Cooper song. Feed sh- my toad. Hypnotoad. No. All right, Shane, give us an app pick, please. Yeah, I just want to make sure that uh, everyone knows that frogs are, in fact, amphibians, not reptiles. Who said um, they were reptiles? <laughs> Joey. You and your bloody Joey got called out. No, no. You know, I'm going to quote Mothbusters. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Your own is incorrect. <laughs> there are rules. There are rules for a reason, okay? People didn't die in Nom so that you could call frog or toad a reptile. Okay. Yeah, and, and Shane, and tomatoes are a fruit too. Shane, you're, you're a fruit. They Shane, actually, are a fruit. <laughs> um, they have seeds. I'm so, sorry for that yeah, outburst. Is uh, uh, I did a review on the Sirius XM app a few months ago, um, and they released a new, a pretty cool update, which now allows you to uh, download shows to your phone, uh, like podcasts. Uh, so I don't know if this will show up. Yeah, so you have a whole list of shows that you can download. Nice. Um, so sometimes you got sports shows. Sometimes you got like um, shows with Greg Allman or Hank Howard Stern show. Uh, all sorts of stuff. So it's a pretty cool update. Like to download shows for the first time on SiriusXM. I think the iOS app was updated a couple weeks ago to do this. Um, but with their ability to go back in time now, you, know, you can go back in time five hours now in the stream. And uh, with this download capability, I think SiriusXM is, they're finally catching up to the world of podcasts and, you know, your audio, your own uh, personalized audio and all that. So it's a pretty cool update. Just, uh, I also advise everybody to uninstall and install uh, the app because I had some problems when I just did a regular update. So SiriusXM Internet Radio app for Android. Nice. Of course, the only problem with the app is that you now have to ask the question seriously. Seriously? Do I need to get a subscription to this? And save us from this awkward moment brought to you by Joey Kelly and give us an app pick. Well, I have an app don't. Not necessarily an app pick. Uh, Right now, it is the beginning of football season and... For some of us, it, that means fantasy football and quit shooting yourself, Matt. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, tell tell us more about your Dungeons and Dragons, please. Oh, hold, hold on a minute. Does football involve going outside? <laughs> no, because you have PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360, so no, it does not. Oh, thank God. Then I can play it. Right. 
But yeah, it's football season, and uh, I play fantasy football in a few leagues. And the wonderful NFL dot com um, has a great site to to run a fantasy football league, and they offer a mobile app. But the mobile app is absolute crap. Absolute um, crap. crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it really bugs me because I, when I first started running this this app, I put it on my uh, Droid S that was running CM7, and it wouldn't function right. I'd click on different buttons and they just wouldn't activate. And I'm thinking, okay, that's just because I got a hack rooted phone, whatever. Got the uh, Nexus uh, Galaxy Nexus, same thing. Put it on the Nexus 7 tablet. Same thing. Read the reviews, and everybody was bitching and moaning about it. Contacted NFL.com, and they said, yeah, we're going to phase that app out. Just use the website on your, on your mobile browser. And who in the world wants to try to do that? And that was the answer? <laughs> like That, that was, was their the answer. Huh? What was the point in releasing it in the first place? Exactly. It, it it made no sense to me that the email they sent back to me pretty much said, yeah, we're just going to phase it out. Use the mobile website instead. <laughs> All right. New name, National Fail League. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, well, they, they have been close to that. But we yeah, are, that's my app. Don't. We are quickly <laughs> running out of people, potential advertisers. <laughs> that's fine. I I like producing ad free shows. All right, was that everybody? Uh, my app pick is an oldie but a goodie, and I, I, I have a special place in my heart for this app because back in the day, this was one of the, f- the apps that my brother was like, I, our iPhone has this, does Android? And I said, huh, we have abduction, but it's not the same. It's not the same as Doodle Jump. I just had it. Hold on. Doodle Jump. Yes, doodle jump. It's hard to play in reverse here, but I'm going to die. All right, so that's it. It's an awesome game. Uh, Abduction is another one just like it, but this is the classic. This is the original, the latest, the greatest doodle jump. So there you go. Uh, Any other announcements and or news stories we wanted to get to that we didn't? It's all just... Did you guys get your $25 Google Play credits if you got an Nexus 7? It ends September 30th, so make sure. Uh, despite not infringing, Judge Co. upholds the Galaxy Tab ban. If you guys care about more patent wars news. Shoot uh, me. 20th Century Fox is getting some more content in Google Play, so that's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it. I got this credit, but I'm having a hard time trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, um, if you listen to last episode, you will know that Victoria's Secret <laughs> apparently uh, will accept those if you're going with Google Wallet. Oh, yeah, that's if you do Wallet. That's right, right, right. right. So. Well, we all know we all know about my, my um, love life or lack thereof, so <laughs> it won't be a Victoria's Secret. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Attackoftheandroids.com. That's our website. You can find all of our social, both personal and other, uh, on the site. Watch us live on the Google Hangouts. Attackoftheandroids.com slash live. You can leave us a message, 406-204-4687. And if you're bored, 
text me and say hi. 406-848-1739. Uh, email show at attackoftheanderous.com. And Aunt Pruitt will be on tomorrow evening for yet another tech show. Yet another tech That's show. Right. Com. That's uh, right. Joey Kelly, Seth Herringer, Shane Brady. It's been a pleasure. I'm Matt Lee. This was your weekly Android podcast, Attack of the Androids. Later. It's Attack of the Androids. It's Attack of the Androids. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids dot com